0: For the better part of me I'll hang my head from sorrow so Stay to humanity so.
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to another week of Women to Watch. My name is Susan Rocco, and I'm here at 1180 WFYL every week sitting down with some wonderful women from the Philadelphia area who are happy to come in and share their stories with us. Uh, if you're listening and you would like an opportunity to come in and share your story, I'd love to hear from you. So please feel free to send an email to Rocco. 233 at gmail or feel free to call me at 215-313-5561. Today I'm thrilled to have um, a friend in the studio who is going to tell us all about what it takes to um, uh, work with a business to incorporate it and uh, make it a legal entity, I guess. So please welcome Jennifer Goetz, president of Worldwide Incorporators. Thank you so much for coming in today.
2: Thanks for having me, Susan.
1: You came a long way <laughs> on, a, on a wet, snowy day, <laughs> so we appreciate that. Um, we're going to get right into uh, your background, and, and I'd love to learn a little bit about your growing up years in Connecticut, mm-hmm. and I believe it was uh, Bethel is the town you grew up in. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Bethel is a, a
2: great, sleepy town. Actually, it borders Newtown, Connecticut, so that's close to my heart. Um, it's again, a small town, um, very close-knit. And I really miss it because my parents have since retired down to the Delaware beaches, so I don't get to go there often. Although we do have our high school reunion this
1: summer. Oh, you do so, good. Yeah, so good. I'm
2: really excited to get up there and uh, see some old friends and family and just get together. Yeah.
1: Well, you'll have a lot to talk <laughs> about because you're oh, a busy yeah. lady, <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So um,
1: you went to uh, Bethel High School, is correct. that correct? And what type of school was that? Is that a was that an all-girls school? Is it a, a public? Just a,
2: just a public co-ed school. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I had about a little over two hundred uh, people in my class. Okay. So pretty small school.
1: And what types of things were you involved in in high school? Um, I was very
2: involved in sports. Um, I did gymnastics, uh, cross country, track and field, volleyball, which was close to my heart. Loved volleyball. And uh, I was National Honor Society. Uh, very involved in the languages, Spanish. Um, per se, and um, I was a busy kid. <laughs> you were, so <laughs> really not,
1: di- not much different from today. <laughs> yes, you <Yeah. laughs> just kept going. Right. <laughs> That's great. You know, um, I, I'm wondering if, if uh, your mom was working outside of the house when you were in high school, and if you were observant of that or not, and uh, if that had an effect on some of your career choices and and plans?
2: She did work part-time, um, however my dad was a small business owner okay so I did see the hard work that he put into it and what he did for our family so he was
1: definitely a role model for me. And what type of business was he in?
2: He was in a computer and back then it was computers and they believe it or not it started as typewriters when his father did it. Right? Oh I believe <laughs> yeah. it! So computer sales it.
1: and services. Okay and um, when now when you're in high school um, did you have any part-time jobs? I did. I worked the whole time through high
2: school. I worked at a local drugstore, and I also taught gymnastics.
1: Oh, you did? I did. Mm-hmm. And did you do that with, with young, uh, at the school, at the high school, or did you do that with young uh, children? Uh, actually, Little
2: I, I uh, taught at a private location, and I taught um, toddlers all the way up until the team, the actual like high school age
1: girls. Yeah. Oh, that must yeah. have been fun. It was really fun. <laughs> uh, I can tell you're an athlete. When you, when you walked in the door, I said, I could tell she's played some sports or done some dancing or something. Yep. I still keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, after high school, um, you went to University of Delaware. Yes. And uh, we all know that wonderful university. So tell me <laughs> what you were involved in at uh, at college.
2: Um, I was in a sorority called Sigma Kappa there. Okay. Which was great. It was it was a great bonding experience for me because I wasn't from the area. So I did get to meet a lot of nice gals. Um, I was uh, an international relations minor or a major with a minor in Spanish.
1: Okay. So Do you I speak fluent Spanish?
2: It's not so great now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have You're probably pretty good. It's, I, I can get around. You can hold your <laughs> own in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I uh, continued to teach gymnastics at a couple local uh, places, okay. which was great. I kind of kept my hand in it, and it was gymnastics. Obviously, was very close to my heart, and I continued through. I didn't actually do gymnastics myself
1: in college, but I did teach. Okay, now yeah, I know you have two daughters. So, uh-huh. are they in, involved in gymnastics? <laughs> they're not. <laughs> they're not. Oh we, no. We tried, and it was you know
2: they ha- they did it for fun and they enjoyed it. But yeah. I I don't want to push them into something that no. they're
1: not real interested they in. They have to find their own yes. their own interests. So let's talk about them a little bit. You sure. have a 7 and a 13-year-old, mm-hmm. which is two different worlds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, I'm wondering, you know, you're, you're, you're a business owner. You own mm-hmm. this company and, and you do some traveling. And um, so for the, the lady listeners out there wondering how does she, you know, raise the children, travel for, you know, um, corporate reasons, tell me how you handle that.
2: Well, it's tough. We have to have a great plan in place at home. My husband is very supportive of my schedule. Um, Fortunately, because I do have other employees, I am a little bit more flexible now with my schedule, so I can still attend my kids' uh, sports events and different activities at the school. So I have kind of the best of both worlds. Right. Um, And in my mind, I, I you know I am working to live, not living to work. Okay. So I make sure that I give, you know, give my girls as much time as I can. Yeah. But they understand that mommy's busy and mommy's working. Yeah. And so, you know, they, they respect that and understand. Um, my little one is a swimmer. Okay, great. And that's new for us because my, my husband and I were never swimmers. So it's a whole different culture. Yeah.
1: <laughs> How do you think, how'd she get into that? Do you, is she... She friends just tried. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, friends were swimming and mm-hmm. we tried
2: last summer and she loved it. She's very strong and she has a lot of energy. So
1: yeah. It's <laughs> a good sport for her. <laughs> Most seven year olds yeah. do. Yeah.
2: yeah. So we'll, we did it over the winter and then she'll swim again in the summer. Great. And my oldest daughter is really into art. Nice. She's a cartoonist, so she takes uh, lessons. And she, she she goes through so many pads of paper. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, you know I saw some sketches. I think on yes. your face, did she do those? She did those. That's incredible. Yeah. Okay, you need to check out um, Savannah College of Art and Design. <laughs> yeah, that we're bad. thinking about yeah. the
2: future now because she's a teenager, I bet. and it's clearly her path. Absolutely. Yeah, she's really gifted. Absolutely.
1: So do you have conversations with your daughters about you know um, the fact that you're working and and uh, you know what's the advice that you give to them They're young the seven year old you mm-hmm. obviously talk to differently than the thirteen year old right um, but as far as mom working outside the house, what kind of conversations do you have with them about that?
2: Well I, I you know I mainly speaking to my teenager she she struggled a little bit in the beginning when she was younger that I couldn't be the homeroom mom that there were certain activities that I I couldn't do but you know I discussed it with her and I said my job is very important and this is part of our future Um, and I still love you dearly I just I can't go to every event and it doesn't mean I don't want to be there but I'll do the best that I can right
1: right Right.
2: and so she she understands and my seven-year-old is excited because she tells everybody, "My mom's the boss."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your husband loves that.
2: <laughs> mom's the boss at work <laughs> and home. So I think it's great. I we seem to have a happy medium at home. Um, I try to keep the travel somewhat limited, and if I do travel and we can go as a family, and I can visit a client, that works out really well.
1: Now, on a day to day, are you typically you know up and out early in the office? Uh, working office hours and then coming home, or is it really flexible where you can, you know, go in late and um, work from home maybe sometimes? I do. I try to work from home at least one day a week. Okay. Um, It gives me the
2: opportunity to, you know, if the kids have appointments and things that need to be done. Also, um, it depends on the time of the year. If we have deadlines, we just had a very big deadline, so I was working a little bit more, working on weekends a little bit later. Ah, uh, but typically after the kids go to school, I can go in, and um, I've got a great staff that keeps the uh, show show going. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now, talk to me a little bit about when you started this mm-hmm. business. Um, how you went about because it it's a, has a lot to do with what you do for a living. <laughs> so, where did you start? You know, when you your first, um, I guess, when you made the decision that that's what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. What was the very first thing you did to get started?
2: Well, the, the first thing I did was file the paperwork to incorporate the business, of course, and that's what we do. So it was, it was simple for me. I knew, I knew what steps to take. Right. And once I had the Delaware Corporation um, in line, I had to speak to an accountant and get you know, get some things done on that end. Um, I was working out of my home. I had a home office set up. And so that, that worked out. There wasn't a lot to do on that end and it was just me <laughs> and it was just you right it wasn't right wasn't a lot to coordinate right um but uh you know at it, it first you're sitting around waiting for phones to ring right. and hoping for <laughs> work
1: to come right
2: right and I did have some clients that um that you know stuck with me uh and stay with me so I had a small clientele mm-hmm. and we took it from there can uh, you tell
1: me who your first client was
2: Sure. Actually, um, my first client was a gal named Elena from uh, Latvia. (laughs) From where? (laughs) Latvia. (laughs)
1: Latvia. And how did you find her? (laughs) I actually worked
2: with her at a previous job.
1: Oh, okay. So
2: she came on board with me, and uh, my clients are from obviously all over the world. Right. And the incorporation business, especially Delaware, it sort of filters through, uh, you know, multinationally. So we have work to do with clients uh, from all levels, all over.
1: <laughs> right now, um, are there a lot of companies out there that are incorporating businesses? I don't know what is your competition. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I can say that
2: there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of other incorporating companies out there at sort of bigger levels. What we are is we're a boutique incorporation service company. So. Uh, you're getting an imp- you're getting uh, a customer service rep that's sort of walking you through the process right. instead of you know calling some number and getting transferred all over the place right. and not getting any help or assistance. We're taking the time, especially because we do have people that are just starting from the beginning process right. and they might right. have some questions. Yes, uh, we're not providing legal or tax advice. We're really just walking them through the process of getting the paperwork filed at the state level.
1: Okay. Okay. And was that your intention uh, all along to kind of you know start a boutique type of company and stay stay small like that? The, absolutely, okay. because
2: I saw working for other companies where where the problems were mm-hmm. and what the customers were complaining about. Right, and I right. thought this is what you know. This is what we need to
1: do. Right, which seems to be the same across the board in all industries <laughs> today, where it's too big, and really it's just you're speaking to machines, and mm-hmm. you know it's just phone calls and paperwork instead absolutely. of relationships. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll continue on with Jennifer Getz, president of Worldwide Incorporators.
0: live at 1180WFYL.com.
1: What woman out there is not tired of the department store shopping experience? Unkept dressing rooms, no customer service, and never being able to find the right size. This is your answer. Come shop with us. We are best dressed and we are the most exciting new way to shop the beautiful private label of W by Worth. If you're tired of wearing only 20% of your clothing 80% of the time, wardrobe building is a must, and we can show you how to do that and save money. Best Dressed is a business that offers a luxury brand of clothing that will forever be in your closet and always your favorite thing to wear. For the absolute best customer service, easy purchasing and returns, personal custom fitting, and shopping when it's most convenient for you, please contact Best Dressed at 215-266-5680 and be sure to view the spring collection at wbyworth.com. In today's marketplace with the number of devices being used to access information online it's more important than ever to have a web presence no matter what industry you are in Click Canyon is a local marketing agency that is focused on providing online marketing strategies and solutions for small businesses Successful businesses realize the power of not only being found when searched for, but to also communicate with their potential customers and turn them into recurring business. Click Canyon helps small businesses click to be found, connect through conversation, and convert to paying customers. To connect with us, call 484-265-1064 or find us at clickcanyon.com. Want your home to look great for company from out of town, moving to a new place, or just want the satisfaction of a clean, healthy home? Whatever your reason, everybody needs to clean, so why not choose the line of cleaning tools that makes your task easier? Quickie is your one-stop cleaning solution with everything you need to get the job done right. Whether you're cleaning one room or the whole house, Quickie has the right tool for you. It doesn't matter if you prefer a more traditional mop and bucket, or if you'd like to save time with a new Quickie spray mop. Quickie has everything you need to get the job done. Founded in Philadelphia 60 years ago, Quickie's commitment to quality and value have helped it grow into the number one cleaning tool company in America. It's Quickie and it's clean. Look for Quickie products at Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, ShopRite, and other fine retailers near you.
0: From Willow Grove to Westchester, Pottstown to Philadelphia, it's News Talk 1180 WFYL.
1: Hey, everybody, we're back in the studio this afternoon with Jennifer Goetz, who is president of Worldwide Incorporators, and we are talking all about, well, now we're talking about Jennifer and her life, and she's loving that, (laughs) but um, we're going to get into exactly what it is that she does and how uh, clients come to her looking to incorporate their business, and just before the break, we were talking about um, the fact that you're a boutique firm, and I think that's wonderful. I know that you know a lot of people um, aren't happy with customer service when it comes to the to the big corporations and not really being able to speak to somebody and form that relationship. So tell me, talk to me a little bit about that. How you feel that you're different from from the bigger companies because you um, can do that?
2: Well, I, I think the first the reason I uh, thought about this type of service too is that I thought of myself as a customer about being frustrated when you're calling. I'm not going to use any names. <laughs> calling a big company, and you're on hold in <laughs> your phone trees. Don't use the name <laughs> of any client. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> phone trees, um, and you know, meeting people on the road, um, you know, asking them questions. The same complaint was, you know, gosh, I can't, I can't get a straight answer. I'm getting thrown all over the place. And so, you know, when we all, when the company grew, and I started adding staff members, I made sure that. I explained to them that this is this is what I want the company's culture to be, that we're providing the best service we can, um, that I'm available to talk to customers at any time, that we all can provide that same service and not, you know, throw clients all over the place. So um, it, it took a while to find the right team to do that because right. not I'm everybody has that same yes, <laughs> mindset. Yes, yes,
1: yes, that's really important, you know, the same philosophy about how you go about your work. Uh, Mm -hmm. How did you find your employees?
2: Uh, Well, uh, we did some ads, online ads, and I was able to find employees that way. Um, I've had a few duds, but now now we have a really good team in place. I think we're a well-oiled machine. Good. And again, they have sort of the same mindset that I do, is, you know, a a happy client is a repeat client, and a happy client will refer
0: Yes. And that's
2: how we've grown. We've organically grown in that sense, because um, the clients have said, sheesh, wow, I didn't know that, you know, so-and-so, I thought the big companies were the only game in town. It's nice to know that there's a boutique firm out there that can service us.
1: Right. And not only that, um, happy customers are easier to work with. Absolutely. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I think that avoids (laughs) a lot of problems when your customers are happy just in your day-to-day dealing with them. um, It's going to make it a lot easier. You know, I read something um, about you that I uh, immediately connected with and I loved. You're about I'm not sure if it was on your LinkedIn or your Facebook page. You said, um, I don't like rude people. Something you should know about me. I don't really care for rude people. (laughs) And I thought, you know what? That is a great, uh, that's a great description of of who you are. And I'm sure that that carries over to your work.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, I I consider myself a, a pretty fair person. And, again, always thinking of myself as a customer, too, Mm -hmm. and running a business. Right. So I think, okay, I want to make sure that we're treating our customers the way I want to be treated. Right. That's really important because we all know we've had bad experiences and you just have to take a a breath, take a step back. Yes. And we deal with, with this in the business. That's just how it is. And I've also told my employees to, you know, if you get that kind of a customer just take take a breath and we'll Mm -hmm. see what we can do and we're not argumentative rudeness is not
1: (laughs) i stay away from those people (laughs) in my personal life that's great (laughs) advice (laughs) um so talk to me a little bit about the difference when you're working with um somebody entrepreneurial just starting out with a new business um looking to incorporate and working with these fortune 500 companies what are some of the differences when you're doing that? Sure. Typically, the, the entrepreneurial client,
2: will, we will deal with that customer directly. Mm-hmm. And at times, they'll reach out to us with questions via email or through our site. Or they'll give us a call and they, they're just, you know, they're starting. They need a little bit of advice. Um, we typically recommend that they talk to their accountant first to make sure that they're forming the right type of entity <coughs> whether that's a corporation, an LLC, a limited partnership. There's a, f- a few varieties. Oh, of no, I'd love for businesses.
1: you to, to describe that for, for me, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, always wondering, you know, you see those titles at the end of uh, the name of a company, and mm-hmm. I'm always wondering what is the difference between INC and LLT and LTD? <laughs> I think that's one, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, well,
2: there's uh, corporations themselves are incorporated businesses, and they typically have shares of stock. So that's, that would include a corp, an LTD, Inc., Limited, um, Syndicate in some states. And they're, they're all really just choices of corporate endings, but they're all the same type of entity. Oh, okay. So they all will fit under a corporation. So <clears throat> like a Fortune 500 company issuing stock has to be a corporation.
1: Okay, so, so the commonality there is, is the stock. Uh, if you're a corporation you you have shared stock correct okay yeah. sure. we're an
2: llc is uh, they don't have shares of stock it's more of membership interest it's a little bit different the way that it's managed it uh, doesn't have a board of directors like a corporation and it really depends the entities the entity choice will depend on again what what are they trying to accomplish with this business right um, so again, stock, no stock.
1: Right. Okay. So then that would bring customers of clients of yours back mm-hmm. um, more than one time because they'll change over the years and, and change You know what type of company they are.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. The entrepreneurial clients may need to maintain that business, dissolve the business change the name of the business so not only are we forming companies we're also helping maintain and make changes to those businesses
1: okay so um walk me through the process a little bit so when someone calls you just they've seen your um advertisement somewhere and they pick up the phone and call you and i'm thinking more of a, a small business owner um some of the wonderful women that you and i know in the philadelphia area and they're they're ready to go through the process how does it how does it all come about Well, it's pretty painless.
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Typically, our client has already spoken to their accountant, and uh, let's say the customer has decided a Pennsylvania limited liability company is what their accountant has recommended, and we walk through through, um, just a a questionnaire, uh, for example, the name of the company, the name of the member for the LLC, and who will be responsible for any additional tax notices in the future. And, of course, we need to receive payment. <laughs> yes. <after that. laughs> and, um, it, again, it's, it's painless. Uh, we typically take the orders by email or our online order form uh, just because it's very important to have everything correct. Obviously, when you're filing at the state level, right? got to right. make sure once we've received all of the information, we file at the state level. In this case, my example would be Pennsylvania, so we're filing at the Commonwealth level. And typically the file mm-hmm. documents are back within about a week in Pennsylvania. They're not as quick, quick as some of the other
1: states. Okay. Um, is, is the paperwork itself complicated? Would you assist with the paperwork mm-hmm. or is it not even necessary, do you think? We actually will prepare the paperwork. To, to file
2: it with the state. Some clients prefer to have their own documents prepared by themselves or let's say an attorney, but 90% of the time we're preparing the paperwork because it's a it's a basic sort of template form unless it's something very specialized and that's
1: where we would say, well, you might want to have your attorney draw Be- it up. Because I know when, when you're doing paperwork like that, the, the complication seems to always come in when there's taxes, when they're talking about taxes. Now is that part of the process with you? It's not. We're
2: more, we're the sort of the beginning step where we're forming the entity. And then once the entity becomes in existence, that's when sort of the clock starts ticking with, I have to get a federal tax ID number, which is your federal number when you're filing the corporate tax return. Right. We can assist with that as well. Okay. Sometimes the clients will do that independently or have their accountant do it. But we don't get involved in the actual tax return process for the, you know, on the federal end or on the state.
1: Right, end. right. Um, I'm curious how you make use of social media. Um, we talk a lot about that in here because it seems you can't, you know, you certainly can't be a business owner and not be somehow, you know, have a presence online. So what types of things have you found to be um, useful and, and um, worthwhile with social media? Well, I've been using, uh, I've been using Facebook and LinkedIn,
2: which seem to be helpful. That's uh, the technology part is not my forte. So I I would say I probably need a little bit.
1: Right. (laughs) Do you have someone who manages your website?
2: I have someone that does my website, but I definitely need somebody to assist with the social media end. Okay. I think because it's getting, it's getting tough to do it in house Mm -hmm. at times when you're wearing so many hats. Right, (laughs) right, right. (laughs) But uh, we also are listed on the Delaware Secretary of State website. As a uh, Delaware corporate provider and, and registered agent service, so we do get some free advertising. Yeah, on that end, which is nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, sometimes it's difficult to know what you know. Uh, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, for instance, is strictly professional and for business reasons, mm-hmm. which is great because that's what it is, and that's what we you know we know when we use it. Mm-hmm. Facebook is so visual, um, and with a business like yours that really isn't visual, mm-hmm. it, it's not a product per se. Right. Um, you really have to give some thought to, to how you're going to use it and, and what types of inf- information you want to share. Absolutely. Do you spend a lot of time? You, well, you don't. You, you Obviously, you have somebody else who's handling that for right. you. And But it is good, I think, sometimes just to personalize you and who you are and your employees. You can use Facebook for that. Share stories or photographs mm-hmm. of you and, uh, and your employees. Absolutely, and that's again
2: sort of matching my company's culture. That we're right. sort of giving that personalized service, the right. face behind the name, um, and you know that's what we want to do. That's right. what we want to exude,
1: it show that you're approachable. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going to take another quick break before we wrap things up. And in the last half, I'm going to try to get a little bit of um, advice from you for our listeners about, again, how you're you're managing such a um, you know a big business and and raising two two children at the same time
0: (laughs) from willow grove to westchester potstown to philadelphia it's news talk 1180 w f y l at bluebell physical therapy our goal is to get you back in the game back to work and back to your normal way of life Our highly respected team provides preventative and rehabilitation services from everyday physical and occupational therapy to post-operative rehab of your knees, shoulders, or spine. Bluebell Physical Therapy focuses on achieving each patient's maximum level of recovery. Bluebell Physical Therapy, the treatment you need from the therapist you trust.
1: Is your online store cluttering your house and garage with your product? Does it require you to spend all your free time shipping packages, leaving you no time to work with new customers or develop new marketing initiatives? Now is the time to free up your space and time and let ABC Fulfillment provide you with cost-effective warehousing, order processing, and shipping for your products. Our 20,000 square foot warehouse is conveniently located in Ambler, PA. ABC Fulfillment is a 100% woman-owned and operated business and has helped many small and mid-sized businesses solve their warehousing and order processing problems. We pride ourselves on our attention to detail as well as our excellent customer service. When you call us, you will always speak with someone who can help you solve your problem and not be asked to leave a message. Our personal touch and expertise separates us from the rest. Last year, we shipped over 150,000 packages for our customers, including order processing and shipping for the Jill Steals and Deals segment of the Today Show, saving our customers both time and money. If you would like to spend more time finding new products to sell, reaching new customers and marketing your products, now is the time to call ABC Fulfillment. Please call 215 628 And ask for Eileen or Lisa to help you get started. If you have separation or divorce in your current situation or future plans, you will not be alone in this journey when you hire divorce coach Sheila Brennan. She will guide you and provide important information about the process as well as personal support. With Sheila's help, you learn the skills and strategies to effectively manage your divorce. As your divorce coach, Sheila answers your questions, provides priceless advice, and offers the assistance you'll need in this uncertain and emotional time in your life. For a complimentary discovery session with Sheila, call 610-687-1414. That's 610-687-1414. Or find Sheila at brennandivorcecoach.com.
0: News Talk 1180 WFYL Streaming live at 1180WFYL.com Hey
1: everybody, we're back with Jennifer Goetz President of Worldwide Incorporators And we're going to finish up the show um, Talking a little bit more about the business And a little bit more about Jennifer Um Right before the break, um, we were going to be talking about your actual office location in the space and why it was important to you to set up in Delaware. So can you explain to the listeners a little bit about why that um, was key? Absolutely. Um, Our office
2: is located in Wilmington, Delaware. And as many people know, Delaware is the corporate capital. And uh, more than 50% of the Fortune 500 companies are incorporated or they've formed a company in the state of Delaware. So, Delaware, I would say, is sort of our meat and potatoes. And uh, most of the business that we do is uh, Delaware corporate filings or Delaware research, um, document retrieval, and UCC. It's getting a little technical, but <laughs> <laughs> um, don't do that yeah. to me. <laughs> but, you know, I wanted to make sure we were established in a state that um, obviously has a great system in place, they have a very unique system the delaware secretary of state division of corporations whom we work closely with and um the state of delaware has what's called a uh, chancery court system and it's a dedicated court system for corporate disputes and resolutions and sometimes you'll see Uh, In the paper, if there's some sort of a conflict going on, let's say Disney, I think a few years ago, the shareholders had a problem. They went, they headed to the Delaware Chancery Court.
1: Oh, that's so interesting. It
2: is. And so, you know, that's why mainly the Fortune 500 companies are choosing Delaware, because if you look at the books, they can pretty much interpret what will happen if they have... A corporate dispute and they can have it resolved and not sitting in the courts for years and years and years and right, paying all these right. legal fees. Yes. So that's probably the main reason that, of course, the Fortune 500 companies uh, form there. Also, the, having that court system in place um, for smaller businesses is important as well, especially in this uh, litigious world that yes. we live in. Right. Um, so we're very busy with Delaware. And um, th- of course, the year end is a little bit crazy. Because everybody's winding up, or forming new companies, or making changes, right? So it's great. And actually, um, Delaware's Delaware collecting the fees for the franchise taxes on Delaware corporations and the services that they provide is one of the main reasons there is no sales tax in the state of Delaware, <laughs> which is wonderful. <laughs> People are going to be running there right now. <laughs> so I feel I, you know, it, it's it's a good feeling knowing that we're you know we're helping out the state of Delaware too. We're sort yeah. of the an arm to the state, although we're a private company.
1: Right. It, is it safe to say Are you, you're not the only agent in Delaware? <laughs> <laughs> we're not. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> um, but certainly... Um, uh, you know, as we discussed earlier, I just think it makes so much sense to work with someone like you, who really mm-hmm. is about the customer, not necessarily the day-to-day. Um, you know what w- exactly what it is you're doing with the filing of the papers, and you know there's mm-hmm. a lot of legal stuff going on there. Um, I think that you know it's it's a reason for people to to pick up the phone and call your office.
2: That's wh- that's what we're you know we're hoping to sort of continue with that culture um, we've, you know, we've been in business now, this is our 15th year. And so uh, we have a great client retention rate, um, which is, which is obviously very important because people are always jumping ship. And like you said, we're not the only company in town. Right. Um, but I, I feel like we have a great relationship with our customers as well Mm -hmm. and we get the job done. Right. And, uh, it is, I think client relationships are very important. Yeah.
1: And you're getting those referrals. Yes. They're just going to keep coming. Um, let's, uh, a lot of times I like to ask the women that come in here, um, how they manage their day. And we all know that we wake up with a great plan for the day and and maybe our list, some of us are list, you know, keepers and, and then things start coming at us, you know, the texts and the emails and the phone calls. And you say, wait a minute, this isn't what I was going to do today. How do you manage that? How do you, you know, do you work basically, um, As things come to you and you have to deal with them or do you kind of wake up and say, this is what I'm going to do for these hours of the day?
2: Well, I try at times to work off of a list because it definitely helps me. I think I've learned that from my mother (laughs) (laughs) Um, and just sort of getting out in the morning. My, you know, my oldest daughter's on her own. She can get, get moving. My little one is, you know, there's a push. So once I get into the office, um, I kind of work from that list and we go through the emails and see where we are. Since we have clients all over the world, we have emails coming in really 24-7. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, do you have
1: someone who just sits and, and answers <laughs> emails?
2: We, well, we, we manage, a few of us will answer emails um, depending on what time, you okay. know, the employee is in. We have right. somebody sort of in an earlier shift who's That really is a through. full-time
1: job. Just Email management. Yes. Yes. Is that what they call it? That's what (laughs) I call it. (laughs) Yeah, it's a real job.
2: Yeah, we have, um, and then we'll have, you know, orders throughout the day to process. So my team is usually handling all the ordering, the the ordering end, and then I'm handling any kind of, you know, marketing, financial, technical things that are going on during the day, as well as managing the team. Right. And then the day is gone.
1: Uh, Well, right. (laughs) And how about all the accounting and the book work for for your business? That's me as well. That's that you? Okay. Yep. Um, you know, it might be nice for us to mention a wonderful group that you and I both belong to that's incredibly supportive of women in business, and that's Femme Fessionals, um, which there's chapters. They're expanding, you know, nationwide right now. So we're members of Fem City Philadelphia. And um, maybe you can talk about some of the ways that, that they've helped you with your business. Sure. Well, I, I've got to
2: say, out of all the groups that I have attended, networking, et cetera, Femme Fessionals is a wonderful fit for me. Uh, the women that are um, so super inspiring and positive and polished I'm just I'm thrilled to be a part of that group. Yeah. I, it's, it's exciting to actually go to the events. And I've actually learned a lot from the members in, you know, in reference to um, networking, marketing, how they market their business, because they're really involved in so many different types of businesses. We have technology, we have real estate, um, several uh, restaurant owners. Right. Right. And I've actually done uh, some of the incorporation work for some of our members. Oh, that's great. Which is great. And I've got yeah. I've gotten to, uh, you know, know them through that and right. what type of business they're involved in. And so I, I must say women and supporting women is just huge for me. Right. And that's the group where I find that to be, you know, a big part of I guess the culture right. of the group, and yes. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it yeah. because it's tough to find a group of women like that in your life. Um, yes, that f- that are like you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. And not only that, but genuinely interested in supporting you. Yes, right. Yes. Um, I, I say this a lot. I think s- uh, always that the term networking gets a very has a negative connotation. Yeah, because if you're not using it from a, from a genuine place, you know, it's, it's uncomfortable. It's not fun, you know, networking Mm -hmm. events, but networking, you know, is, is finding people that um, need your services and people that you can help. And Mm -hmm. FemFessionals really is all about that. I agree. And I
2: think with FemFessionals, it's not about that hard networking, passing business card type
1: Right. approach not
2: at all it's about business sort of falling into place when relationships form
1: exactly. and that's what's happened that's with me that's a beautiful me. way to <laughs> describe
2: it <laughs> really absolutely and I've made some great friendships along the way so yeah. it's something that I definitely look forward to
1: <laughs> right <laughs> every time right <laughs> and th- and they have a wonderful um, there's lots of different things that they do it's again it's not just meeting in a room uh, you know with mm-hmm. 100 people um, the round tables I think are unbelievable where you just have a small group sitting yes. around a table sharing what your challenges are and then you know the woman across the table says you know what you might want to try this
2: absolutely yeah absolutely I recently went to an etiquette workshop and that was wonderful
1: was that with um Lori Gersh uh Lisa Ritchie okay I haven't met her yet <laughs> I haven't met her yet let me write that down
2: <laughs> it was great it, it's it, wonderful opportunities like you said round tables and some other smaller events so it's been nice yeah tell me what um What do you love most about your job? (laughs) What's your favorite part? Uh, You know, every day is different, which is great. It's not people say, oh, you're filing paperwork all the time. It sounds so monotonous. Well, that that end of it is not super exciting. But um, we work with clients from all over the world. And that, to me, is exciting because of my educational background with international relations and Spanish. I was always super interested in people and cultures and different countries. Right. And so I've learned a lot about the different cultures. Um, I've made some friends in with my clientele, and I've been invited to, you know, their homes all over the world. Oh, and some there I've you been go. invited a to work y-
1: somebody's yacht. And <laughs> yeah, Well, that's because of who you are, frankly. I mean, a lot of people are involved in international, you know, relations. Right. But um, if you take the time to get to know somebody on a personal level, it makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's,
2: it's really interesting. And people have sent us little trinkets from all over the world. Um, when they had the Olympics in Beijing, someone sent us little animals. Oh, that's with, so yeah, neat. Olympic animals. Yeah, so it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Sometimes there's that cultural block, you have to work through it. Right, um, right. But we've sort of learned how to handle that through the years. Right, right.
1: <laughs> um, have your um, family had an opportunity to travel with you? Just to Florida, a couple,
2: a couple times to Florida, um, California, but mm-hmm. never an overseas-type visit.
1: Okay. <laughs> and, and tell me now what probably your biggest challenge is with what you do. What, what's the hardest part of your job? I have to say the
2: hardest part is the technology part because we don't have an in-house IT person. Right. And that's a really difficult challenge because we have to make things right, fix things and get them rolling so that we, we have no downtime. Right. So I would say there's that, you know, technology challenge that we've had for years, but we're sort of muddling through it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to roll your sleeves up and say, I have to f- if I need to fix this now, well, I need to fix this now. Well, that's right.
1: And a lot of times you can, you know, it's just you don't have the time. If you really if you you know, especially when it comes to computer issues, I know if I sit and really give it time, I can figure some stuff out. But (laughs) I'd rather be doing, you know, something else. (laughs) Right. Where I mean, you
2: know, I wear a lot of hats and less hats now than (laughs) I had when I first started. But that's definitely a challenge. And um, I know, yes, for one. But here's another one. As a as a business owner, you can never really turn yourself off. That's right. And I think that's tip, that's tough for me because, you know, either when I'm sleeping or I go on vacation, I, I can never fully sh- power down. Right.
1: <laughs> right. Because it's all on you. Yes. Right? It, it's your thing. Yeah. Um, do you have trouble sleeping? Are I you, do. Is that when your <laughs> mind is... is <laughs> my mind never stops. Oh, no. I know.
2: But that's... And I think that's just also my personality and, and I've excitement always been like that. Yeah. Excitement
1: for what you're doing. Right. Yeah. Right. It's a good thing. Right. Yeah. Um, So as we get towards the end of the show, I'd love for you to just um, leave the listeners with one bit of encouragement. Um, A lot of times I think that, you know, there's women out there that have great, great dreams and ideas of doing something on their own, and they just don't think that they can. And obviously you know that it can be done. And um, what types of things would you say to somebody listening to, you know, to to give them that confidence to go out and... um, try something new, especially if they're at a a phase in their life, like you and I, where we're, you know, our children are um, getting a little bit older, and we do have more time.
2: Well, I I have to say, one, surround yourself with positive and supportive people. That was really important to me. I had some naysayers, and I said, you know what, forget about that. Yeah, right. (laughs) You can't do this. You're never going to be able to do this. And now it's been 15 years, and it, you know, there's been ups and downs. But if you've set your mind on something and maybe you want to start your own business, whether it's part-time or full-time, you can do it. You can right. absolutely do it. You have to put your list together. Right. <laughs> goals. M- goals. Absolutely. And also feel free to ask people for advice. If you yes. have people that have been there, done that, um, ask them. And, and I'm sure they'll be happy to, to give you, their, uh, you know, their support. And that's what I did is if you have a mentor out there, um, you know, make sure that you ask for advice because you shouldn't be on your own. No, out that, there. that's you know,
1: everyone <laughs> says that. That comes in here. They say you ca- you have to ask someone who's mm-hmm. been there and done that, and you will learn from them. Don't ever think that you have all the answers. Right, absolutely. So stick with the supportive people, ask the questions, and make your list, and get the job done. Um, do you have? Can you tell us a little bit about maybe some future plans for Worldwide Incorporators? Anything that you're you're working on now to? Um, kind of take it to the next level or change it up? Sure. We actually just um, did a huge update on our website.
2: And so now we're, we have the capability for clients to log in, um, place their orders online, also pay invoices online. And I, it, we were way behind the eight ball on that one. <laughs> it took us a while, but we have that done. So we think it looks pretty good, and we've had a lot of feedback. Um, I, my goal with Worldwide, though, is, is to continue to be more of the boutique firm, um, a lot of the uh, firms like us are getting sort of gobbled up or purchased by the bigger companies because they're realizing that we are sort of, you know, getting in on those customers. <laughs> right, doing it right, getting right. it right. And I want to make sure that, we're you know, we're around and that we continue with our sort of our company's culture and strategies that right. are out there because it's obviously working. We're doing it right. Um, and, you know, it's important that your employees, too, are a part of, of the business, and I have an open door policy, so I make sure that they understand. Anytime, come in, any questions, any suggestions, and we've implemented new policies with the new employees. So yeah. that that's important to me that it's you know not going on deaf ears, right? Because they have some great ideas.
1: Yeah, right. You should always be open to. Mm-hmm. They're the you know they're on the front line, Absolutely. so to speak. Um, it's interesting that you mentioned you know companies are buying up the little ones. So if someone came to you with <laughs> the right number, perhaps. <laughs> You're not ready to let it go. Uh, I, we've actually had um,
2: several companies approach us. Um, and it's exciting. just not something we're interested in. It yeah. is. It's very exciting. I mean, it, it. you know, I felt good about that. Yeah. Um, but we've got a long way to go and we have a lot of work to do. And I love what I do. I don't know what I would do if I wasn't
1: working. I think you could probably do a lot of different things. <laughs> But really, I mean, that means you that your name and your um, reputation is out there, and people are seeing what you're doing. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's that's really interesting.
2: It's pretty exciting. So but what do you have planned for the rest of today? Today, I'm probably going to head home and do some work from home, and uh, then pick up the kids and take it from there, <laughs> and hope for a nice weekend. <laughs>
1: Um, You know, before we stop for the weekend, which we're we're very happy it's Friday, um, one of the questions I forgot to ask you was whether or not um, you have to be a lawyer to do what you do. Um, I I understand there's a separate um, legal side of becoming incorporated, and a lot of people wonder about that. That's
2: actually a good question. We get that question often. Um, You do not need to be an attorney to do the actual incorporation process or provide the process. What um, we do is we are simply filing the paperwork at the state level, and we're not providing any legal or tax advice. In fact, attorneys and accountants are our clients, (laughs) so we're doing a lot of the work for them um, because, quite honestly, we keep it simple. We get the job done. This is what we specialize in, and the attorneys have other things to do. So if they could just give it to the experts, get the job done uh, quickly and cost-effectively, that's what they do. So you do not need to be an attorney, but you cannot pro- provide legal or tax advice. And it, at times, we do need to tell the customer they're going to need to revert back. You know, we can't do it. <laughs> Sometimes yes. we know the answer. Right. Um, I, what we do, what we can do, is we define for the customers. So if they they want to know the different types of entities and what it means, right, we will say we can define this for you. Mm-hmm. But you need to make sure you talk to your legal or tax consultant to get the best advice. We can tell them what we've seen in the past with these types of entities and what types of businesses seem to fit with these entities. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely important that, you know, they get the best advice because once it's filed to make the changes, we can do it. It just becomes um, sometimes cost prohibitive, especially for a new a new uh, client, a new entrepreneur that's trying to keep their cost down right. to a minimum. Right. So get the advice. Sometimes you have to spend the money on the advice, but yes. it's worth it.
1: Yes. <laughs> well that's interesting because I would imagine a, a law firm would have their own in-house people doing that. So when you're working with attorneys, is it, a, you know, a small um, law firm? We are. We are working with
2: more of the small and medium-sized firms, so they may not have that, that staff to handle the incorporation end. A lot of times the paralegals will handle that work, so they'll go ahead and outsource to an incorporation service company like ourselves. Right,
1: okay. All right, it's all good stuff. Um, I think we covered everything today, and I'm thrilled that you were um, able to come in all the way from Delaware <laughs> and sit down with us. And um, it's always important at the very end for, um, I guess, to share your contact information and let the listeners know how they can get in touch with you if they're looking to incorporate. Absolutely. Our website is www.worldwideinc.net,
2: and Inc is I-N-C. Our phone number in Wilmington, Delaware is 302 0500 and our website is chock full of information um, as, lo- as well as an online order form and our contact information of course is there as well.
1: Okay that's great. Thank you so much for uh, taking an hour out of your busy day with me. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. <laughs> And that's it, everybody, for this week's Women to Watch here on WFYL 1180. And again, my name is Susan Rocco, and I am the host of Women to Watch. And I would love to hear from you uh, with any feedback or questions that you might have. So please feel free to call me at 215-313-5561 or send me an email to srocco233 at gmail. Thanks, everyone, and have a great week.